library of Alexandria would have survived the flames. Egyptian papyrus, the second oldest writing surface, has also lasted better than many forms that came after it because of the Egyptians' practice of burying documents in sealed containers. We have a glut of cuneiform, but a paucity of cuneiform readers. Only a few hundred in the world, so only a fraction of the discovered tablets have been translated. Still, they have not been lost to posterity, even if they have been ignored. Each time a cuneiform-using city was burned down during the past 5,000 years, the clay hardened and became even more indestructible. Of course, cuneiform wasn't the first method by which human beings made marks. Cave painting, tally sticks, and memory boards all predate cuneiform, But those are forms of information storage, and thus considered by most linguists to be proto-writing. Most agree that cuneiform did begin as proto-writing, like African drumming and Incan quipus, record-keeping by means of knotted cords, and evolved into the first full-fledged writing system with signs corresponding to speech. The roots of cuneiform lie in tokens, or chits, used by Sumerians to convey information— They would take a stone and declare it a representation for something else, perhaps a sheep. A bunch of stones might mean a bunch of sheep. These stone tokens would sometimes be placed in a container and given to someone else as a form of receipt, not that different from what we do today when we hand over pieces of paper with numbers on them to buy a quart of milk and the clerk gives us back another piece of paper with numbers on it to confirm the transaction. By 3000 BCE, the Sumerians had taken this system to another level of abstraction and efficiency, moving it from proto-writing to writing. They began using clay envelopes instead of cloth envelopes, and instead of putting stones inside of them, they stamped the outside of the envelopes to indicate the number and type of tokens being conveyed. Gradually, Sumerians developed symbols for words— At first, these phonemes symbolized concrete things. An image of a sheep meant a literal sheep. Then another leap of abstraction was introduced when symbols were developed for intangible ideas, such as God or women. Cuneiform, in other words, evolved from a way to track and store information into a way to explain the world symbolically. The marks became more abstract over time as well, evolving into signs that looked nothing like what they refer to, just as the letters S-H-E-E-P have no visual connection to a woolly four-legged animal. These marks and signs took the form of triangular wedge shapes. Cuneiform marks became more abstract because they made the system more efficient at a time the Sumerian society was becoming more complex. The origins of writing lie in their need to keep better records, not, as many might assume or wish, to express oneself, create art, or pray. Most agree cuneiform developed primarily for accounting purposes. While we can't know about tablets that have been lost, the majority of those that have been excavated and translated contain administrative information. Mundane as this story is concerning why writing was invented— To record such things as sheep sales, the story of how cuneiform was later decoded is spectacular. For hundreds of years, no one could read it, even though cuneiform was used for millennia, and much of it, incised on rocks in Persia, was in plain view for centuries after it ceased to be used, the language was unintelligible for almost 2,000 years. 
Not until 1837, after British Army officer Sir Henry Rawlinson copied down inscriptions from the steep cliffs of Beistun in western Persia, now Iran, could anyone know what the marks said. How those marks were made continues to defy logic or explanation. The angle and height of the incisions seems to preclude the possibility of a chiseler on a ladder. Rawlinson at least figured out how to copy the marks by making paper impressions as he stood, perilously, on the ledge. Then he took them home and studied them for years to determine what each line stood for, what each group of symbols meant. Eventually, he decoded the markers that had sat in the open for some 5,000 years, thereby cracking the cuneiform code. The inscriptions describe the life of Darius the Great, king of the Persian Empire in the 5th century BCE, as well as his victories over rebels during his reign.